This podcast was made possible thanks to Drama Victoria. The Drama Victoria 2019 State Conference is almost here. Make sure you go to dramavictoria.vic.edu.au to find out more. Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we're talking magic realism. The history, the theory and ways you can explore this oddly specific theatre style in your classroom. Please don't forget to rate The Aside Podcast on Apple Podcasts or your favourite podcasting app. Your reviews and ratings make a big difference for a little podcast like ours. Without any further ado, I bring you Magic Realism. Let's get to it. So the history of magic realism is pretty easy to trace, and thanks to the great work from Ricky Jane Adams, whose whole PhD thesis was on magic realism, we can follow the development of the style quite easily. Half of the phrase magic realism is that keyword realism, and it is an important element to magic realism. A realistic play reflects everyday life and everyday speech. It is a slice of real life. It differs subtly from naturalism, which is like literally watching life, with no audience awareness. There are natural speaking volumes, backs to the audience, and all that. Realism at least invites their audience in using the fourth wall. There is an understanding of the observer's desire to experience the play. Magic realism borrows from this concept, so you will expect in magic realism to see characters engaging in their world truthfully. Their experience, emotions, speech patterns, and context should seem real to them. Musical theatre is another example of how realism can be stretched to a heightened style. The more modern the musical is, generally, the more truth in the storytelling, with the music and the melody matching the mood or emotion the character is experiencing. This is realism through song. Gothic theatre may well be the same depending on the play, with horror and terror through real life. Magic realism is also compared to surrealism, or at least confused with it. To understand the difference, we need to talk a little about surrealism and its intention. Surrealism aims to explore the subconscious mind. Surrealism is a dream where your main focus as an audience member is to dissect the meaning in the dreamlike world, to listen to, experience, or feel the meaning that is being manifested through symbol on stage. It is a dream. You work it out. Magic realism should be seen as the literal experience of the stage characters. There literally is a winged angel in the room. The pig does actually talk. The boat really does fly, and the characters believe it too. The audience accepts this as part of the world they inhabit. Even if it is a strange experience having a god speak to you, it is the real world. Magic Elements in a Mundane World The conventions for magic realism are as varied as the stories they tell, but generally you can liken them to myths or fairy tales from our childhood. Non-human characters, shifts in time, fantastical events or arrivals in the context of an ordinary world, supernatural powers, transformation or transportation to a new world, extraordinary events, unreal becoming real, unexplained phenomena made real. We may be quick to call this fantasy, and this may be true some of the time, there are fantastical elements that may appear in the works, but the existence of an ordinary truthful world is what may separate the two styles. According to Ricky Jane Adams' 2008 thesis on magical realism, there is also a link between absurdism and magic realism. In magic realism, like absurdism, there may be an ill-defined setting or time or place. 
and the works of also subvert the expectations of theatergoers by extending the conventions of realistic theatre beyond a modern audience's anticipations. They both also share thematic concepts such as death, isolation, and communication. Absurdism does away with realism, and realism does away with magic. Magic realism takes what the others leave behind and creates something new. Storytelling and narrative with magical elements. It attempts to expand the bounds of realism. To quote Ricky Jane Adams' 2008 thesis, Magical realist theatre invests in the story world, the dramatic text, but challenges hegemony through a strange treatment of time, space, identity, language and history within the dramatic world. Subversion rather than rejection of realism is what distinguishes magical realism from the post-dramatic. It is not surrealism, it is not absurdism, it is not full fantasy, it is the extraordinary penetrating the ordinary. How can you use magic realism in the classroom? Example 1. Hot seat. Hot seat is usually when a member of the class has one to two minutes sitting in a chair in front of the class where they must sustain character and answer questions about their character. How old are you? What's your name? What do you do? Blah, blah, blah. Interview hot seat is where two characters interview one another while sustaining a character. You may include magic realism into this by having one of the characters be ordinary and the other extraordinary, but their conversation remains on task. A centaur going for a job at McDonald's. An angel at the lost and found who misplaced their halo. Anything's possible with hot seat. Personification. Here an object will be endowed with a character. So one actor may pretend to be a sandwich or a lamp and have a conversation with their owner. Perhaps they don't want to be eaten. Or the lamp only likes being turned on by certain people. Double date. In this improvisation, four students enter the space two at a time. The first two are ordinary humans, maybe a couple, maybe friends, and they are waiting for their super friends who have some annoying ability they are lambasting. Like, they always use their automatic fart finger, or they're always vomiting cupcakes. It gets old. And then the scene plays out, and the two magic characters use their powers they were endowed with and continue the scene. Body swap. An improvisation where, when you clap your hands, the two characters in the scene have to swap bodies slash consciousness. As a regular occurrence in their world, or perhaps something abnormal, but explainable. They explore their new bodies and the phenomena that has just occurred. Fairy tales often have magical characters engaging in a real-world environment. Little Red Riding Hood and the Talking Wolf, Cinderella and her fairy godmother, Snow White and the Witch, blah blah blah. Use these as a basis for experiencing or exploring or writing modern fairy tales and magic realism. The Debate It may be fun to watch the scenes of King Hamlet encouraging his son to avenge him. One side debates for magic realism, the other debates against it. This will give you a sense of how well the students understand magic realism. The arrival of a ghost that many believe is real, giving information no one else could know, or is it an unreliable narrator, and we are experiencing delusion. For Hamlet himself, he fears insanity while also believing the ghost to be true and real. Is this heightened Shakespeare text also an example of magical realism, years before it was even invented? Perhaps even you could discuss A Midsummer Night's Dream, or Marlowe's Dr. Faustus, or The Tempest. We know that in the 16th century, Elizabethan plays were park-and-bark type affairs, but a modern audience expects a degree of realism from the performance. So although it's a fun mess of styles, it would also be good to tease that out with your class. The theory of magical realism may well have begun in the visual arts, travelled through literature into theatre, but we have made it our own special theatrical style. It may also be important to note there are elements in indigenous storytelling and indigenous theatre that includes elements of the theatre style, magic realism. 
that obviously depends on the story, the style, and the themes. That is all from us at The Aside. We have a load of episodes in the bank, so there may well be one that piques your interest. We're almost at 30,000 listens now, so please do keep listening and share this podcast if you find it useful. Good luck to the 2019 VGE Theatre and Drama classes. The exam is on its way. Lots of episodes to help you prepare in our bank. If you would like to contact us, please do not hesitate to email us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thank you to the drama teacher, Ricky Jane Adams, Shake and Stir for their inspirations for today's episode. Thanks too to Melissa for suggesting the topic. Thank you to Eltham College for letting us record here. Thank you to Aaron Searle for providing the music. Thank you to Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. And of course, thank you for listening. <laughs>